You are on Ubuntu Radio South Africa's Public Diplomacy in Action. As I told you that um, scientists have been meeting in the Eastern Cape. Young scientists have been meeting in the Eastern Cape for the uh, that important uh, BRICS Young Scientists Forum. The Minister of Science, uh, Technology, Innovation will also honour them as well. Well, coming in, uh, into that important meeting of uh, ministers of uh, science, uh, in, in technology, innovation uh, from BRICS uh, countries as well. So I'm really excited that uh, we're able to talk about uh, this important uh, uh, meeting and also look at uh, what is the uh, content, the subject matter, what is the agenda here with, as far as BRICS ministers are concerned of uh, science and technology and innovation. Well, on the line, I am with uh, Mr. Sitzel uh, Masoka. He's uh, with the uh, Department of Science, Innovation and Technology, Technology and Innovation um, here in the Republic of South Africa as a director for multilateral cooperation. He joins me on the line. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Masoka, for, for your time. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for Thank you very much for inviting me to your station. Uh, really appreciate it. Now, the young scientists have been meeting uh, in Kebeha. What has been the subject matter? As we know that uh, tomorrow it culminates uh, with the uh, minister, our minister uh, in the Republic of South Africa for uh, uh, Science, Innovation, Technology hosting uh, have, uh, his BRICS counterpart. The young scientists, what has been the subject matters? Okay, yes. We had a young scientist forum, and we had about 200 young scientists under the age of 40 from the BRICS countries participating in a conference. Uh, so we had the plenary uh, where there was a sharing of ideas, and then after that, we broke into different concurrent sessions. So the concurrent sessions were covering the priority areas of the decadal plan of the Department of Science and Innovation. And I want to mention that this decadal plan is a nation and government-wide decadal plan. It does not belong only to the Department of Science and Innovation. Mm. And the young scientists were deliberating on uh, areas like climate change, because we can see uh, throughout the world that the the climate has changed. And uh, we need to start working out how do we mitigate against uh, the floods and other disaster uh, issues. The other area of focus was around the modernization of agriculture. We have, uh, uh, within our BRICS countries, uh, issues related to poverty. And it is important that we look at how we modernize the agricultural sector in such a manner that it responds to the challenges that we experience in relation to poverty as well as food security. The other areas included uh, skills for the future. A lot of the different science disciplines are actually having to digitize. And now we need to look at uh, how do we start training the next generations in such a manner that they will be able to adopt these new technologies and also be competitive at a global level. Now, the type of education that we're providing needs to change to respond to the current developments that are happening, but also for adaptability uh, in the near future. Uh, Other areas included modernizing uh, the mining sector. Uh, We know very well that South Africa and also the other BRICS countries have large mining activities in their respective countries. And we're looking at how do we start deploying artificial intelligence technologies or even uh, IoT 
uh, Internet of Things uh, with sensors so that we can begin to have uh, meaningful safety measures improved sufficiently to improve also the efficiencies of the mining processes. But what is more critical is how do we beneficiate those mineral resources to be able to drive the uh, modernization also of our manufacturing sector and improving our economic throughput. So that was just on the on the Young Scientists Forum. Mm. And then parallel to that, we also have the Young Innovator Prize participants. So each BRICS country had four innovators that were competing amongst each other. Mm. And there will be the first prize of 25,000 US dollars for the first prize. And then the second one will receive 15,000 US dollars. And the third prize will be 10,000 US dollars. So only three uh, innovators will be uh, appointed. So there were four participants from each BRICS country, which is 20. And out of that, only three will be uh, the successful uh, recipient of the prizes. So tonight we're having a ministerial dinner, BRICS Science, Technology and Innovation Ministerial Dinner. And at the dinner, the minister will announce the winners as well as provide, uh, giving out the, the prizes that the people have won. So the similar things that were used or looked at during the Young Scientists Forum were also the same things that were put forward for the innovators to come with any innovations that can begin to address these type of challenges uh, that we're experiencing in, based on the things that we identified. And these are the things that are the priority for South Africa because they are uh, embedded in the detailed plan uh, of government. What are some of the uh, issues? Because I see here already uh, you've alluded to the fact that uh, issues of uh, agriculture really uh, was uh, part of the agenda item as far as young scientists are concerned. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at mining, for example, and manufacturing. Is this where opportunities are at, uh, as far as scientists from British countries are at? No, for sure. I mean, we we have to look at the interrelationship between all of these different fields or Mm. different things. It's not uh, just only looking at agriculture, but we're simply saying, if you are having a problem of poverty, and also looking at peri-urban poverty in all of the BRICS countries. At the same time, you are looking at increasing prices of food. That means that number of uh, poverty families or households is increasing because they cannot afford. Now, when we modernize agriculture, the key issue is, is linked to the climate change because if we go to the summer and we experience substantial drought, it then affects the uh, production of agriculture. And that leads to the increase of the prices of the food. Mm. So the food basket that a household normally would have afforded five years ago, probably five years later, they can only afford a set of that same food basket. And that is a problem. And that's where we then say, how do we improve and modernize agriculture by bringing in technologies that will allow us to be able to produce, even when we are experiencing drought, 
to be able to harvest and harness water, which is critical, to be able to have the fertilizers uh, to nourish the soil so that we get the produce. But then, at the same time, so as you modernize, you, you make sure that the, you, there's employment creation. Whilst at the same time, we need to appreciate that there's new technologies coming into the market and how do they either displace people out of the you know, uh, agricultural value chain of employment and therefore how are those technologies introduced in the agricultural sector gradually so that it doesn't impact on increasing and, um, uh, the unemployment numbers that we are currently experiencing, not only in South Africa, but also uh, in, within the BRICS countries. Now, this, these types of innovations and the types of uh, conversations that we're having uh, reflect the similar challenges of uh, poverty across the board. And the issue is then, what solutions can we bring? So the, the young innovators, uh, and this is very important because these are the leaders of the future. These are the researchers of the future. When they start dealing and addressing these types of issues, mm. we have a better chance, not only as the British countries, but as humanity, to be able to survive uh, the climate change shifts that we're beginning to see. We're able to survive and be able to still produce to make sure that we replenish uh, the populations. And of course, similarly, we would have seen that uh, the population growth globally has gone up. We are now at about uh, 7 billion plus. So clearly, with that fast growth, we need to make sure that issues relating to water, to food, and how we utilize all these things becomes critical. Because one of the things that I didn't mention earlier mm. also includes uh, the digital and secular economies. So if you take the circular economy, it's where it's dealing around waste. Now, if you go look at uh, Europe, for example, they say the waste in the restaurants is at about 70% of food. That, and that's the same food that to actually some of the African countries are exporting to get the hard currency into their economies. Mm. But then at the same time, we're saying, if that is the issue, how do we utilize the waste that we produce within the British countries to start either processing that for bio-related uh, 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 activities. So it's not only that waste, but also making sure that the waste becomes a commodity that begins to uh, create an emerging market, either the biofuels or any other bio-related uh, process that gives new product and services. And by that, you then begin to create a new industry that was not necessarily there, and it begins to absorb uh, uh, employment opportunities for the youth. Oh, that's that's quite critical. Uh, Dr. Masoka, I mean, the BRICS meetings uh, throughout the year in South Africa is chairing BRICS this year, has been... Uh, uh, distributed around provinces. We are seeing the Department of International Relations and Cooperation, ministers and deputy ministers moving around, and ministers of other departments as well, moving around the different provinces as well, not only just Gauteng, but we are seeing BRICS provincial roadshow everywhere. Now, you have taken this meeting to Kebeha, uh, Port Elizabeth, former Port Elizabeth, now now, now Kebeha, uh, 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 in, a, in, a, in, a, in a city 
um, where uh, they have experienced a massive drought as well. There have been a lot of uh, challenges with water. Already we are seeing the effect of climate change there. And um, one obviously will have a question as, as to why do you decided that this meeting must take, in, take place in the coastal city of the uh, uh, Eastern Cape, for example? Uh, what, what was the rationale of taking it to the province of the Eastern Cape, such meetings, and taking young scientists to the province as well? What can they observe? What are some of the things uh, that they can pick up in the province as well? Mm. well thank you very much. I, I think um, there was a clear instruction of cabinet. Uh, uh, and this was communicated to all of the government departments that are hosting physical BRICS meetings. Mm. But we need to start looking at other provinces uh, in terms of hosting these uh, major events. Uh, for us, the choice of the Eastern Cape <clears throat> is based on the fact that we looked at several provinces, but most importantly, it was... Uh, around when we go and come into Kadeha, uh, we are going to begin to revive the tourism industry. Because remember, mm. we are dealing with young scientists. And these are people who will be traveling a lot. And for them, their experience in Kadeha will, in a way, and have a spillover of a return visit, either in vacation mode and so on. Now, when you look at the ripple effect of that vacation, uh, you're creating employment at the, at the hotel level, you're creating employment at the, when they go to the beach, you're creating employment when they buy other things uh, around South Africa. That's one point. But also because we're coming out of COVID, it becomes important that uh, these meetings are spread throughout the country to be able to resuscitate and revive the economic opportunities for those different provinces that are hosting the BRICS meetings and revive the different sectors, whilst at the same time we are showcasing the beauty of South Africa. And then, uh, unfortunately, uh, we are not. Uh, you can't see me, but uh, I'm looking <laughs> at the sea, and the sunset is quite beautiful. I'm jealous. Uh, and, and the sun, sunset is quite amazing. And, and all of our, you know, participants have been pretty happy and excited. And the weather has been pretty good for us because they've seen when they arrived on Sunday and Saturday, it was very cold, it was raining. And later on, uh, it changed. So they managed to sort of enjoy and experience the different types of weathers of Kadeha. Uh, that is very important because most of the tourists, when they come into the country, they want to go to... Uh, the popular places. However, there's been opportunities also for these people to go to the Ado Elephant Park uh, or uh, Nature Reserve. Mm. So now that kind of exposure, when they go back home, these are the people who then become our ambassadors and talk about how beautiful South Africa is. Mm. Mm. And that is the critical issues that we have been driving. And this was also not only a cabinet decision, it was also a clear instruction from Terco itself. Oh, that's a quite a significant as well. Uh, so, so, so let's conclude now. Um, the meeting of uh, the uh, ministers happens uh, tomorrow. Um, yes. I just want you to, to, to give, give me an assessment, really. Uh, I mean, as a director for Multicultural Corporation, what is the level of South African science and innovation and technology cooperation 
level in terms of where is it at uh, with BRICS member countries, but also talk about our African agenda as far as science innovation uh, collaboration is concerned, and also just a level of um, uh, of scientific uh, science uh, and innovation uh, collaboration that we have with uh, our sister and member countries of various multilateral organizations. Sure. Um, there, there, there's been a lot of growth of uh, innovation and uh, there's been also a growth of investment in uh, research development uh, across the BRICS countries. So if you look at innovation, the Global Innovation Index, uh, India is now number three in terms of innovation, which means there is a lot of innovation and patents that are being registered. There's a lot of the development of the whole science, technology, innovation ecosystem. For us, as the stream for science, technology, innovation of the BRICS, we have 19 different working groups that are reporting uh, upwards to the ministerial that will be actually happening. In a nutshell, we're covering fields like photonics, which are very critical because they also deal with additive manufacturing. We're looking at uh, ICT and high-performance computing, which uh, the high-performance computing infrastructure that we have in South Africa is one of the best in the continent. And also the systems integration that is made within the high-performance computing is also very critical. And then you look at the other British countries who are collaborating in all of these different areas. Now, out of the 19 that we will be reporting on all of the different working groups meeting that have been happening mm. in South Africa and also in other BRICS countries. So we're not hosting all of the 19 working groups because when COVID happened, we moved online and then we started hosting online and uh, we have allowed the working groups to develop by themselves. One of the critical working groups is around astronomy because of our geographical advantage as South Africa and the investment that the government has made in the development of the square kilometer array in the Northern Cape. That has led to the development or the building of uh, the Salt Lake University. So you can already see that, you know, the spillovers of the type of research work that we are doing. Mm. Similarly, our South African National Space Agency was having a meeting uh, last week of their working group on remote sensing and satellite constellation uh, with the BRICS partners. And we are already beginning to hear our partners looking at how they will be in, uh, putting some of their ground stations for space sciences in South Africa because of the geographical advantage that we have in South Africa. So there is a lot of development that is happening in all of the different fields of science, technology, and innovation, and the growth potential, not only of the research, but also of innovation and new products and services coming out of these types of collaborations. Mm. So for us, that is very important because sustaining that gives us a competitive advantage as individual countries, but also as a substantial block to be reckoned with at a global level. I really, really appreciate that important report back, really getting a sense of the fact that really we are not, we are accounted among one of the the top as far as science and innovation is, is concerned. 
Thank you very much, sir. Really appreciate, really appreciate your time. It's Cecil Musoka. He's the Director of Multilateral Cooperation in the Department of Science, Technology and Innovation in the Republic of South Africa. Speaking to us ahead of that important meeting of uh, ministers uh, of uh, this important track of science and, and uh, innovation and technology uh, of uh, BRICS uh, member countries. We're looking forward to that.